to Furfluencers. I'm your host, Anya Alvarez. And I'm Julie McInnes. And welcome to the podcast that goes behind the scenes with some of the most loved animals on the internet. Today, we're sitting down with Autumn and Faith the Perm Cat. Faith went viral after Autumn posted a photo of her with illustrated eyebrows captured through a fisheye lens. After garnering more than a million likes, Faith exploded on the internet and has become a memeable cat taking over the interwebs. Faith, sounds like in addition to being an incredible cat, she's become a famous cat. What, you know, who, who is she on Instagram? And if somebody like my dad were to go onto her Instagram right now, you know, what would he see? What type of content is popping up? Well, the type of content you would see is pretty much um, like memes, reels, pictures, and just a, a mixture of everything, honestly. Um, t- usually, like in the beginning when I first started, there was just typical pictures of her. And then there's just a mixture of everything when it came to Instagram and TikTok. But more on TikTok, I would say there's a mixture of everything because, um, you know, I, I had started out with just pick videos of her being natural and just looking at the camera with the audios over it. But then it started me into doing trends on TikTok and all that stuff. And how many followers does Faith have, you know, on Instagram and TikTok? On TikTok, she has about 217,000 followers. And what you see there is pretty much like the same thing, as I said before, a mixture of everything. And on Instagram, she has about 79,000 followers. And I think that's awesome. It it grew so quick. And I was so thankful for everybody that chipped in to make it bigger. And yeah, you see, um, they're a mixture of the people my audience are like. They're a mixture of meme lovers, animal lovers, and cat lovers, honestly. It's a mixture of everything for them, too. So, so before you started posting Faith on the internet and before she became an, an internet icon, how did Faith come into your life? What was that well, story? She came into my life in, like, early 2021, and she was, like, the most, the cutest thing you can ever see when she walked out of her little crate. She was just, she was walking around. And she was so tiny, like the size of my hands. It was the cutest thing in the world. And the first thing she did was walk around the bathroom because we didn't want her to be in the whole house first just to keep her in a small place. And it was just the cutest thing. Like, I can't even describe it. She was so tiny. And she went to her food and she started just eating her food. It was the cutest thing ever. And then the first thing she did was go into the litter box and it was... And then she came out and we we brought her around the house and I can't. It was so cute. If I could show videos, I would. So was she a rescue? What was the story like of when, of how you actually got her? Well, we got her from a breeder because people in her family are allergic to cats, including me. So she's a hyperallergenic cat and there's a huge story behind her, I can tell you. Oh yeah, we want to we want to know the story. We want to know Faith's story from from beginning to now. Okay, well, from beginning she was just the little cat. And then we noticed like from a very young age she would walk around the house and she would hide underneath beds like and she would hide and we she didn't make any sounds. We 
she would just start walking around the house and she would hide. And we would get so scared to the point where she, we're like, is she, is she okay? But then a little while after that, we figured out that she was deaf. And then from that point on, we took her to the doctor, made sure it was um, like totally like, is she deaf or not? And then we found out she was deaf. So then we put a little bell on her. So she would be able to, we would be able to hear her throughout the house because it was for safety reasons. And, and, and when you found out she, when you found out she was deaf, what was that like for you as far as, I guess, maybe how you viewed her as a pet or the type of care you wanted to give her afterwards? I didn't think of her any differently. She was honestly a blessing in my life and I couldn't think of her any differently. I loved her the same. And um, following up on that, when you found out that she was deaf, was your vet able to direct you to any special resources for cat owners who have deaf pets? What was the process like of getting information on how to raise a deaf cat? Well, me and my family members did a lot of research on deaf cats and how we can care for them more. And they just said to make sure you're careful because they can't hear and they're pretty quiet. But the difference between a a regular stereotypical deaf cat and our deaf cat is she is the loudest thing. She meows so loud all the time. But to follow that up, we just did a lot of research and we figured out how to take care of a deaf cat. Which I think is amazing that you were just as committed to her as you were before and embrace that equality. I was curious if once you realized that she was deaf, you know, did your interactions with her change? And if so, did like, when did her personality really blossom? Like you mentioned that she was hiding around the house a lot, but she's so expressive on, on your social media content. I'm curious, like, when did that meowing star, like when did that big personality that we know so well really come out? Well, the big personality started to come out a little bit when she was older and as, and so as she was young as well. When she was young, she would meow a lot, but not as much as she did now. She would be more hiding when she was younger, but when she started to get older, she, she like on her first, her first birthday, all she can do is eat her turkey and her cake. She loves turkey so much. And she would just blossom as a cat and she started meowing. And the first TikTok that I ever posted of her went viral. It was just her on the side of the window and she saw a bug. And the first thing she did was swatted it. And it was a perfect timing of the TikTok audio too. And she just started to blossom from there. She started to make these interesting expressions on her face and I would put little eyebrows on them. And it was just, honestly, she was started to blossom from there. When you, when you started her social account, was it with the mindset that, oh, I want to make her internet famous or was it that you just wanted to share, you know, just share randomly with people pictures of faith? In the beginning, it was just, I was like, one day I was like, she was looking funny in the corner and I was just like, let's take a video of her. And I did. And she at first she smacked it and I was like, this is great. And I just wanted to get her out there. I wasn't really thinking about anything else at that moment. And from this day on, it's just, I want to get her out there, especially with the merch. I just want people like to get it out there. Like that's all I care is for people to see her and see how much I love her. 
And and how has I guess your approach to the type of stuff that you you're capturing of her changed? I mean, that first video it sounds like it was a very organic moment that you're able to capture and that people really responded well to. How do you think through your content now as far as the stuff that you do post about her? Now I just honestly what people like I post. Uh, I put sometimes on my story like ask my fans what they would like as a video or a picture and they give me ideas and that's how me and them connect really and how they send me fan art. So nothing's really organic anymore. It's more just me thinking of something to post like a meme or an edit of her photoshopped or things like that. And and how did you come up with the eyebrows idea though? What 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 was the thing that sparked, I'm going to draw eyebrows on my cat? Well, that's actually a very interesting story. So one day I took a video of her. She was sitting in the bathtub, even though she doesn't like baths. So it was really confusing. She was just sitting there and I was like, wait, this is a great background for a picture. So I took my fisheye lens and I went to the, to like the bathroom where she was in and I took a picture of her and it was like the perfect picture. She had this weird expression on her face. And I was like, wait, this is great. So I put it on, I posted it, and then one of my fans sent me a picture of her of eyebrows. So I was like, wait, I'll tag you in this. Can I post it? And they're like, absolutely. So I posted it, and the first thing, it just, I, I looked back like an hour later, it had like 20,000 likes. And I looked back a day later, it had like 400 likes. And then it just kept going on and on. And then it was at 1 million in six days. It was awesome. What And what was that like? I, I mean, I, I've never had anything go viral. And I would lose, I mean, I would go bananas if one of my posts of my dogs went viral because I love her so much. And for me, when I post her, it's because I really do want to share how much joy she brings to my life. Um, but what was that like when she went viral? It was honestly awesome. I, w- I looked back and I was like showing my family members and I was freaking out. I was like, wait, I'm going viral on Instagram. And I was more thinking about like, I got her out there. Like people will see her now. And like, I was so excited because people are tagging me in posts. I was getting message requests out of the board of like anything. I was, it was so many, like a hundred a day. And I was just like, I got my cat out there again. I was so happy. It really is amazing, you know, that it goes from, oh, I'm just starting to explore this, you know, with my my cat, with my companion, and now it's exploded and all these other people are also excited about my pet. What what do you think it was about those like first viral posts that people really connected to? Like if you had to describe it to somebody who doesn't have the photo in front of them, what are we seeing? We're seeing just honestly funny pictures of just the eyebrows are just honestly funny to people and the different expressions that we give on her face. And honestly, I would just say it's funny and memeful and all that. And the fisheye lens to me really adds something. You know, so for our listeners who haven't seen Faith's account, you know, the fisheye lens, it kind of exaggerates some of those like really close-up portrait shots of Faith. And you really see her eyes in this interesting way. You can see her her mouth and her facial expressions. 
in a way that you just, I don't think you can capture with a regular lens. Why did you decide to pick up a fisheye lens and use that? Well, on TikTok, when I was more active on it, I saw other creators using fisheye lens. So I commented on one of their posts and said, hey, where'd you get this? It's really cool. And they were like, Amazon. So I went on Amazon. I buy it like immediately. And I got in the mail and I was so excited. And the first thing I did was I took that picture and it was exaggerated, like you said. Like her eyes got bigger and her she looked just awesome. And I thought it was a great like product to use for my Instagram photos and TikToks. I have, there's this one post of yours that I just, it's so funny and it's, and it's also weird, I guess is the best way that I can describe it, but it's the ever dream this woman and it's a picture of faith and you have a funny caption every night all over the world. Hundreds of people see this face in their dreams. If this man appears in your dreams too, or if you have any information that can help us identify him, please contact us. What what inspires these type of random posts that look like uh, wanted photos? <laughs> well, like I said, how me and my fans connect to each other, they send me these things. And honestly, so this is a fan idea? Yeah. If you can see, I tag them. Usually when I tag people, it means that they made it. But honestly, it's how we connect, me and my fans is that like when they send me that stuff, but I thought that was a really funny one too, especially how they Photoshopped it on. It was honestly awesome. And I think it's really interesting that your fans contribute so much to the ideas that, that we see on, on your page, because one, I feel like other creators, either whether it's just influencers in general, or just people or even people who have animals that are pet influencers um, that they might not even necessarily admit that they're getting their ideas from from other people. But I, I think it's really cool that you have built such an engaged audience where they they can contribute ideas and that you use those ideas and then credit them too. So I, I feel like you probably have a very different type of engaged audience with your account than other platforms or other accounts do. I would say so as well. I mean, my fans have DM'd me before and they're like, I love how you bring your fans into your account. And I thought that was awesome. And I I felt really good about it because I want my fans to be engaged with me. I want my fans to feel like they're a part of this account too. And it's just not me. And I think that makes it feel like when I'm scrolling, you even through your Instagram, it feels like there's a community around faith. And that, you know, it's about her, but it's also about something else that people are coming together through the shared love of faith, but also through, you know, certain humor that people really like. And that faith is able, because of her personality, she's able to reflect certain trends that were seen in internet content in a really cool and fun way. And people gravitate towards that. I mean, it's, to me, thinking about a meme with with animals on the internet there's, there are some of them, but there aren't as many as you'd think. Like, like we know, like, you know, the party parrot, you know, we know the, the Shiba Inu, uh, the Dogecoin, you know, dog. There aren't a ton of them, but the ones that do exist, the ones that become so famous that we see them reinterpreted by other fans, you know, suddenly they're ubiquitous. They're everywhere. 
And for Faith to be a part of that meme community, that has to be kind of crazy because these memes live on forever. Yeah, I agree. Honestly. What? Um, oh, yeah, sorry. Go, go ahead. I agree with that because honestly, I, I never thought she would become an on-living meme because even when I'm on my like, other accounts, like this, my secret account. Anya and I are cracking up right now. <laughs> Um, like, <laughs> the secret is this like the secret account for like the the big big fans yeah it's it's my secret account that everybody knows about honestly but I look and I see my I see my feed that it's requested like my other posts are requested there and I was like wait that's kind of cool like I'm in the, on my own explore page so I don't know I thought that was pretty cool it is really cool and what do you think makes an animal photo memeable? Like what creates a good memeable image with an animal? I think it's it has to do with the expressions on the on the cat's face and the quality too. Sometimes memes with cats can be really cool and really funny when it's low quality and it can be really cool when it's high quality too, but the low quality memes are pretty funny too. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I think you're right. It it really is deep into the expressions. Sort of um, connected to that, there are so many different styles of cat content on social media. Like I've seen everything from, you know, fun expressions, crazy hairstyles, um, outfits. I mean, you name it, we're seeing cats do it. How How would you describe like cat social media? in your own words? Like, what is that world like? Cat social media, it's definitely something that you, that can make your day. And sometimes there's even inspirational, inspirational stories connected to that. And the eyebrow cat, like, you got to see that too. So, but for people that don't like follow social media for cats accounts, I would say that they're missing out honestly. And they're missing out on these things that will make your day feel better. What I find whenever I scroll through, I mean, pretty much all the accounts that I follow are animal accounts at this point. Um, But what I find the difference in between cats and dogs, as far as their social media posts, is that cats are way more mischievous. I feel like it's always a post about a cat doing something kind of ornery or or mean, but at the same time, it's funny that they're doing it because it's just cats. I feel like their personalities are known for kind of being sneaky and, and uh, pushing the limits, I feel like, with their owners to see what they can get away with. But they also know that they're so cute that they can get away with it. Um, yeah. Do you, is Faith mischievous at all? Does she play into that stereotype of cats? She definitely is very mischievous and funny at the same time. Like, I would give you an example here. So, like, at nighttime, she she goes behind the couch in our living room. And she she starts looking like she, she like, wiggles her butt a little bit. And she's, like, she, she looks at us. And we're behind the couch and the wall. And we pop our heads out. And she gets an inch, an inch closer every time we pop her head out. And then at one point, she just comes at us like, wah. She just, with her hands up in her, in the sky. And she, she's just so funny. 
but the mischievous part, she does like to knock down everything. <laughs> like, um, I left for, uh, to see a friend once and I had a cup of juice in the, in my room open and I forgot to put it away. I came back and it was knocked over and there was a, like a thing of red all over the carpet and it's still on the carpet. <laughs> So I would say that was the most funny and mischievous thing she's done. That's great. She's like, you left me at home alone, so <laughs> I'm going to retaliate yeah. and respond like this. I Actually, I want to quickly go, because this just occurred to me. Um, she, so Faith is deaf. How do you get her to focus on the camera? I just realized that because I'm thinking when I take pictures of my dog, there's so much noise that I'm making to get his attention. I'm saying his name. I'm making really like weird squeaky sounds. And if I was not able to do that, I, I don't think I could get the photos of him that I do post on his account. So how has that worked with, with you and Faith in the content creation process? Well, usually I take one of her favorite toys and I put it behind the camera and I start wiggling it around. And when she gets, when I get a picture, I start, I, then I start playing with her. But um, usually it's either I have a treat ready or I have something dangling behind the camera for her to look up because she can't hear. So if I clap like this, she won't get any reaction. So usually I have like a rubber band. She loves rubber bands. She will go crazy for rubber bands, but or some kind of string and she'll look at the camera and I would get a good shot. Okay. Oh, sorry, Anya. Uh, go for it. Well, I was also going to ask um, when and when you did start posting her. I, I I am curious how you came up with the handle Faith the Perm Cat. What what inspired that? And how did you give her the name Faith too? I thought of the name Faith because it was a really pretty name, honestly, to me. I know it's more of a human name, but you know, it, I thought it would be pretty for a cat too. But how I came up with the, the handle Faith the Perm Cat is pretty much her nickname is Permcat, which I came up with a group of friends. It was like, she has curly coat. So I'm like, wait, she kind of has a perm. So I came up with the Permcat. And then I just put Faith with it. And then Faith, the Permcat just all came together at once. Yeah, her coat's beautiful. It has just, it's this lovely, bright color. And it. she's not fluffy, but she's not like a, a th- like a thin-haired cat either. It's, um, I don't know, it's unique, the texture of her fur. Yeah, she's honestly, she's very soft. It's like, people are like, in my comment section, they're like, um, I, I want a pet Faith. She looks like the softest thing. And I'm like, she really is. Going back to your fans for a moment, I mean, you do have a big audience that happened really quickly, like happened so fast. Who is your audience? Like if you had to describe them, are there any sort of common themes to the people who are engaging with Faith, who love her pictures and who are sending you ideas for new content? Like what seems to connect all these people together? I feel like they're all pretty much cat lovers and meme lovers. Honestly, when I look, I see their profile pictures. Honestly, some of them are actually the cat, Faith. Uh, I look in my comment section, people have cat profile pictures, meme pages. So I think it's all around what I post is how my fans are too. 
And what's the difference between the audience that you have on TikTok versus Instagram? Do you notice any any difference between the fan bases there and, and the type of content they like? I think my TikTok fans are a mixture of everything, honestly. Because when I post, it's not just about cats. It's just, um, it's it could be memes too. Because sometimes I use the Tempo app and put her in like little edits. And people from like all around are commenting and saying like, this is so funny. And I realize it's not just cat people or mean people. It's, it's a mixture of everything on TikTok, like I said before. Do you have any fascinating fan stories that you feel comfortable sharing with us? I actually have a very fascinating fan story. All right, so, let's hear it. So... I opened my DMs one day and a tattoo artist DM'd me and they said, Hey, can I use, a, can I use uh, your cat's face for my sketches? And I said, yeah, of course. Just tag me if anybody um, tattoos the cat on their arm. And of course I thought nobody's going to do that <laughs> because that's pretty, that's a big thing. So about three days later, I opened my DMs and I get a story mention and somebody did it. Somebody tattooed the cat on their arm. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Somebody, did this person know Faith? Know who she was? Not personally, but they said that she loved Faith so much that she had to get it on her arm. How, how big of a tattoo is it? It's, it's on like the bottom of the arm and it's like, I would say a pretty big. It's not small. How does that make you feel knowing that someone has a tattoo of faith on on their arm? Is that like a is that cool for you? That it's awesome. Honestly, when I saw it, I was jumping around in circles. I was like, "Wait, what's going on?" I don't know. Like I was freaking out. I was like, "Mom, dad, everyone, you got to see this." Like I was going crazy. That is so wild. I mean, <laughs> that's nuts. How did the tattoo artist find you? Or did, what, did the fan tell the tattoo artist to check out your page? I, I'm not sure because we didn't get that deep in conversation, but I'm pretty sure it was more like the tattoo artist reached out to them, the one that, or like they came in, they were showing sketches and they're like, wait, I might've known that person, but I'm not a, hundred percent sure how it happened but I just think it was awesome yeah that's amazing and and it sounds like you do you live with your parents I do okay and so it's a family cat I'm I'm assuming as far as she's everyone's pet but it seems like you have a, a very special bond with her compared to everyone else what does the rest of your family think about having a, a internet famous cat in their household do you guys feel beholden to her does she get treated like royalty compared to everyone else does she know that she's famous um well with everybody else in the house honestly she she likes me a lot like she wakes up next to me in the morning she cuddles up next to me but she has a special bond with everyone she loves everyone in the house but when she's like in an angry mood (laughs) if she gets a little bit agitated she will with one of my um family members when they come up to her she will slap 
in the face. It's so funny. It's the funniest thing in the world, honestly. And it's actually on my Instagram, a few of the slapping videos. Too. <laughs> I love that. It's like, nope, not the person I want to see right now. Please go away. <laughs> yeah, same thing with knocking things over. She likes knocking things over in the house as well. I, I know someone whose cat does that. And I'm sure my dog could if he could get on the counters. But she said the cat also does it when the cat's mad at her. So suddenly like a potted plant will go flying off the shelf randomly. <laughs> it's because she did something wrong. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. But uh, do you, I'm sorry to like go back to the parents. I, I'm asking parent questions because my parents listen to this podcast and they're, they're very enthusiastic listeners and supporters. And I think they're also like, oh my God, what is this animal internet world? We don't understand what's going on where these animals are celebrities. Do your parents understand how Faith became a celebrity and why there's an internet culture? for animals like this? Or you know, did it take a lot of explaining to get them to, to understand why Faith has become so popular? They honestly think it's really cool. And I think they know how, well, they always check out my posts and stuff, but that I think they know how cats are on social media. But to, like to say that, I don't know. It, it's more of a, they check it out, but they they see me taking pictures of the cat all the time. <laughs> like when she's awake and I'm like, hey, let's go get a good Instagram post. But I do leave her alone and she loves her cat TV. I, I have to get into that a little bit. She uh, Cat we, TV? Yes. We, so I'm guessing we, this isn't like one of those Hello Kitty TVs that people had in the 90s. This is something different. Yeah, it's different. I can explain it a little bit. So, um... She loves going into the rooms in the house, especially the bedrooms. And there's a TV in the bedroom. So we thought one day, let's put on some cat TV. So we searched it up and it said, it was like, it's like mouse on the TV, like mouses. And they go like a, around the TV and like little ropes and strings because she loves strings. So we put it on for her and she would, this is her. So she would be on the bottom and she would jump on the top of the TV trying to catch the mouse. And the TV's very stable, so she's okay. But it's honestly the funniest thing ever. You know, I, <laughs> I tried playing uh, dog YouTube channels for Ruthie when I, when I leave my apartment for a few hours so she doesn't feel alone. And she always goes into my bedroom instead. I, I, I come back and she's in my bedroom instead of in the living room on the couch. Like I'm expecting her to be just glued to the TV watching. I don't even know what they play on there, to be honest with you. I just put it on and leave. So I could be terrorizing her for all I know and not even realizing it. But my dog, she's very aloof. She, she's not interested in any of the things that I think she'll be interested in. <laughs> yeah, the cat TV, she loves it a lot. So I don't know if there's dog TV, but I have to check now. I'm curious, but now I'm also wondering, is there an entire industry behind creating content for cat TV? Like Anya, should we be, should we be doing that? Should we become video producers for cat TV shows? I mean, why not? All you need is yarn and mice. It sounds like. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of TV and other content, 
I mean, you focused a lot on these super funny short videos and obviously your photos are are well known. Is there a type of content that you think Faith might be able to do next? You know, whether could she be in a longer video? Do you think she could be in more illustrations? Um, like I, I don't know. Maybe the answer is no, but I'm just curious if you've thought about that. Well, I've actually, you know, animals doing things on Instagram. I did get featured by them um, for a long three minute video about faith. So it started out with just talking about her as a baby and then talking about her as growing up to be one years old. And um, they featured that on their Facebook. And it was like a bunch of short videos of her and um, a voice of voice, me talking in the background. I mean, actually it was a friend, but me talking in the background about like who Faith is and how she became Faith the perm cat and Siegley on TikTok. I actually haven't seen that. I'll have to find that. That sounds like a really good video. That's cool that they reached out to you. I think that's a hard account to get featured in. Yeah, it, it was really cool when they reached out to me. I was like, wow, somebody reached out to me. They have like, 4.2 million followers. And I thought that was awesome. Yeah. It's a huge account. Uh, you, you have some really fun merch on, on your website. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about when you decided to start creating merch? Was this something that fans started asking for because they wanted to wear faith? And and what is your favorite piece of merch that you have on, on your page? Well, I started to create merch when it was like quarantine time. Not merch. I started to create my TikTok and Instagram page. Well, the Instagram page came more in October, but I started to create merch after all of that in quarantine. So it kind of just came to be the next step for me. It wasn't like that much of an issue, but my fans did request a lot of this. They really, really wanted me to start merch during live videos on Instagram, like there would be like 200 people in there and they would be like, wait, can you start merch? We would really, really like merch or they would ask me to do other stuff too. But merch was the biggest question. And then I started it and everybody loved it. I was so excited that faith would be out in the world on people's shirts. That that was the, my only thoughts. Like people will wear faith. Like it was so I was, that was fascinating to me. So you have someone that has a tattoo of faith and now people are wearing t-shirts and hoodies of her. What do you, people send in photos of her wearing, wearing the merch? They do. And I have a highlight for them on my Instagram because honestly how me and the fans connect, I want them to be a part of my page too. So people that are listening right now, just know that if you buy a Faith of Perm shirt and you post it and you share it, you could end up in her highlight reel, right? That's what I'm understanding. Yes. All right. Yes. I might get, I might get my dog one because it sounds like this might be the one shot to get uh, more people to see my dog is if I end up in your <laughs> highlight reel. Yeah, so- <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but Autumn, you are so good to your fans. I have to say we've, you know, as I mentioned before, we've spoken with a lot of, you know, different companions of, you know, these internet famous animals at this point. And I feel like you really, truly value and appreciate your community. 
um, I think that's that's just awesome. I, I agree. Honestly, my fans mean so much to me, and I would do anything to make them a part of this account too, which I have been doing. So I'm just going to continue doing that and see how it goes. I have um, one more question for you, and then Anya is going to introduce some um, a couple quick rapid-fire questions that we always love to uh, surprise our, our guests with. But my, my last question is, you know, y- y- you've had such a great impact on Faith. You've given her this wonderful life and, you know, you've turned her into an internet celebrity. How, what do you think is the biggest impact that Faith has had on you as a person? The biggest impact that she had on me is definitely thinking about cats in another way. Because... The stereotypical thing for cats is that they like to be away and like sometimes they like to be alone and to have their own space. But with Faith, honestly, she she's everywhere. <laughs> she's she impacted me to think like cats are can have like to have space, but like with Faith, they can also love to be around their family and always meowing, <laughs> always. And always wanting to have some turkey or something always literally this is how she tells us she wants food she climbs up on her arms or legs and she's she that's when we know she either wants a treat or food even though we just fed her like two minutes ago she she always wants to eat something i can relate faith i totally get it and i also love turkey and cake so (laughs) yeah i love that i i think uh I think cats are misunderstood. I did have cats growing up and I, and I love them uh, immensely. Unfortunately, I'm very allergic. So if I'm, if I know I'm going to be interacting with the cat, I have to take medicine ahead of time. Um, But I, I, I have a friend who has a Sphinx cat and she's not the stereotypical type of cat as far as one that likes to be alone or is moody. She's very cuddly. It's always on you needs to be near you. And it, it sounds like, uh, you know, faith is kind of playing this role maybe for people who haven't really interacted with cats that much or have a lot of, or maybe have maybe more negative uh, preconceptions of them that she can maybe change the way people view cats as an, as a pet, because I think sometimes people want a type of pet that's always on them because we get them for companionship and there's this idea that cats can't provide that type of companionship, but it's obvious she's given you so much love and affection. And I mean, it's like, she's your friend. She is, she is, sounds like one of your best friends. She is honestly one of my best friends. And I, I want her to stick around for the rest of my life as well. Honestly. Sweet. Well, we'll get into these rapid fires right now. We'll try not to trip you up too much. Um, all right. And, and and you might have a hard time answering this first one. So I understand if it takes a minute to, to find an answer, but I'm sure there's one thing that faith does that can be annoying at times. What is an annoying thing that faith does? I can answer this very easily because when I'm sleeping, right. Um, it's just, she decides to wake up at 3am or like 4am and she likes to do her little zoomies and run around the house and run around my room. And the, then she wants to wake me up. 
So she starts meowing at the top of her lungs and starts biting my feet. So I would say that's the most annoying thing, but it's also so cute that she wants me to be around at 3 a.m. But yeah. (laughs) What is her favorite toy to play with? So, you know, the poop emoji toys, uh, the emojis. We have one for her. It's it's in a like a shape, but every time we throw it, she she brings it back to us. It's a little brown toy, but it's the cutest thing when I throw it to her and she brings it back. And I give her so many treats because I love her so much. If if she were to have a show on Cat TV, what would the name of her show be? It would probably be a TV show. Let's think about this one. I, I don't want to be like the one that says the same thing as her Instagram name, but I, I would say like Faith the Perm Cat TV or something like Faith's Adventure or Faith's, Faith's Story or something like that. I like that Faith like story. It. Story time with Faith. <laughs> yeah. If she had to be stuck on an island with any other animal, what animal would she choose? Ooh. She is a cat that likes to be by herself with her family. So I would say if if it had to be an animal, she does love birds, but I don't know how much she loves them, but she does love birds. She likes on the cat TV. She likes the birds. And one last question. Does she prefer to have her eyebrows uh, drawn where she looks like she's confused, scary, happy, goofy? What is the facial expression that she likes the most when she gets her eyebrows drawn on? She loves the confused one because the confused <laughs> one really goes with her eyes. Like, why is there a camera in my face? I'm so <laughs> wonderful I love it well that's it hopefully we didn't trip you up too much and sorry there's no prizes for these rapid fire questions other than being on our podcast yeah (laughs) which is hopefully considered a prize (laughs) we haven't traumatized you over the last 40 minutes (laughs) that was good I enjoyed it a lot well thanks so much Autumn I mean this was this was so much fun and we're really glad to have you, uh, yeah, have you on the show. Yeah, I really enjoyed being here. So thank you guys so much. All right, Anya. So um, that was cool. I mean, I think that's been our youngest guest who we've had on so Definitely far. Definitely our youngest. It's our first cat too. So she's making her cat debut um, on on the Furfluencers podcast. And, you know, I, I was looking over at Ruthie sometimes while we were recording and she's just been giving me this death stare. And I think she's saying, don't you dare think about bringing a cat into our home. Don't disturb the peace. She is, she is straight up looking at me right now. Like this is not going to fly by me. If you suddenly decide you want to get a cat that you want to draw eyebrows on all of a sudden. Um, and don't you dare put that fish camera in my face either, because I'm not going to like that either. So I think, I think Ruthie has opinions already about this episode, just given um, that she thinks I may start doing these things now. Well, <laughs> I think it's pretty cool. I think Ruthie you might want to be a little bit more, you know, flexible about, you know, your your <laughs> soon to be little cat sister. And I, I, don't know, I thought that was cool. Like I, I'm somebody who spends a lot of time on the internet, but I don't consider myself to be like an internet person. And I usually don't know what's cool or what's trending. I sometimes 
don't know how to use Reddit correctly. And you know, to me, Autumn is just so much like, like a perfect example of somebody who understands that world so well and has been able to carry that over to her animals, you know, social media accounts. Like she's combining things that work really well together, just funny animal content, but also these like memeable moments or moments that have the potential to become memes that she just seems to intuitively understand because again, she is so much in that universe. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I think it, what's interesting about her account too is, you know, aesthetically, it, it looks very, very different than most animal accounts, right? That we have come across or that we even follow. It's not, and this is not with any disrespect, it's not highly curated in any way. I wouldn't necessarily say the photos are beautiful. The cat is beautiful. Faith is a gorgeous little kitty. But it's more so just the personality that is coming through the, with the way that she's being captured through that fisheye lens, I feel like. Um, and, you know, to the point of just like the way that the fans are really engaged, I think that that is, this is the first time I've really heard someone talk about how engaged with their audience they are and how much feedback they take from their audience and the importance of really making them feel like they're part of the community. Um, of, of, you know, Faith's account. And I, I think that that's what makes her account so special. And also going back a little bit to her talking about um, Faith's personality and how she's a cat that, you know, is loving and affectionate. Um, I like that she's kind of breaking the stereotype of what we typically know of cats to be like. Absolutely. And the fact that she's deaf as well, you know, to me, is, mm-hmm. it, it just adds you know, to her story. She's so expressive and has this beautiful bond with her, her family. Um, yeah, it's cool. I'm going to go try to be cool and go look at things on the internet now that might be memeable. <laughs> awesome. Well, I, I enjoyed this conversation today. Uh, I hope that we're able to get more cats on the podcast because, hey, cat people, you are hard to book. So if you know any cat people who want to be on this podcast, please send us suggestions of which cats we should be interviewing. Um, We'd like some cool cats, if you know what I mean. Finger point. Uh, Subscribe to our Patreon. Subscribe to us or follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, you name it. And make sure to stay in touch with us via social media by sending us pictures of your own animals. And we will see you next time.